it's very it's not very often that the IHSA adds new uh, competitive activities uh, to their to their roster. You know, they have the you have the standard sports, but it's very rare that um, that the that the IHSA adds uh, new activities like this. I think the last time it was it was the bass fishing, competitive bass fishing. So and so now that we have esports, it's I think it's so great to have new new opportunities for students to get involved with the school. We're so lucky to have Mr. Episado here today. Um, and my question is, uh, what do you what do you think sparked the recent trend in uh, high schools forming esports teams? Um, yeah, hi guys. I just want to say glad to be here. Thank you guys for inviting me. This is uh, this is really a really cool thing. I'm glad to be a part of. Um, so yeah, I guess. You know, esports. I think, uh, you know, from my own experience, I mean, competitive video gaming has been going on for probably since the late '90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's kind of always been a group of people that were, you know, really into it. And then just as you know, communication grew and online gaming and everything, all as all this grew, kids got really into it. And then I think the big spark is probably when it became so mainstream, when people realized they could make money off of it. Yeah. And you know, there's sponsorships and there's massive tournaments that take place in in stadiums, and there's this big push, you know, and people watch it, you know, yeah. like. Somebody sitting at home watching uh, YouTube of people playing Call of Duty is the same thing as sitting on your couch and watching a football game. You're watching other people who are really good at what they do play a game. And it's the same thing. It's just another interest. Um, So I think this kind of just kept snowballing until it got uh, really big. And now you can get scholarships for it. Uh, You can get sponsorships. There's money to be made. There's, you know, it's it's becoming a legitimate um, competitive activity and it's really fun to see definitely and obviously it's as you said it's become a lot bigger over time it's gone from just playing video games with your friend in Mm -hmm. your living room to as you said being an entire stadium or something like this Uh, but what I would like to hear from you get your opinion on is kind of how companies and massive organizations kind of got to the point where they could say hey we're going to host big events like this and on top of that we're going to give out these big prize pools yeah yeah, um, so, I, you know, and, and I think it, it helps a lot of different industries because this could also help hardware industries for, uh, for computers. It helps, you know, PlayStation and Xbox. So it's, you know, any reason for PlayStation to get behind something, to get their name out in the mainstream and get their logo on more things. And, you know, so that's, I think, a big push. And just interest over time, you know. I mean, I played, I was in a clan when I was in college, and we played Counter-Strike, Unreal Tournament, and Guild Wars. And we would have, like, like practices, and we had voice comm over Ventrilo, and we used X-Fire to find games. I mean, these are all, like, relics of technology I don't even think are around anymore. But, you know, that is, I think, where it all started. And then it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then even among the community, it's like, well, what kind of video card do you have? You know, and then it became like this almost competition of gear, you know, and and of what you have. So, you know, I think a lot of industries kind of contributed to the rise of this because there was a lot to gain from it for a lot of different people. And even just for the the competitors themselves, you know, they can get a ride to college out of this. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's it's it was uh, probably it was a lot of different things, I think, that all kind of happened at the same time that allowed it 
esports to get to the level that it's at now. That's awesome. So, and I was sorry. In terms of in of high school esports, <laughs> how exactly does that competitive process work? Because I have an idea of how it works for you know adult professional yeah. esports. How exactly does it work in the high school setting? So the way we're approaching it is uh, this is an IHSA sanctioned activity. I mean, this is on the IHSA books. Um, we are looking at this kind of similar to the way. Uh, a tennis match, you know, a high school tennis match would be scored. Uh, so in high school tennis, you have, you know, three different singles teams and maybe three or four different doubles teams. So that's seven squads. And then if, you know, four of your seven squads win, you win the meet. And that's kind of how we're structuring esports. So uh, we're this year, our games, and I think I might be getting ahead of you, but it, it's, it's easy to, uh, no, I'd love to, hear to, to explain, you know, with the actual what we're doing. So uh, coming up this year on, on PlayStation, we're going to be playing NBA 2K uh, and FIFA Soccer. And on Switch, we're going to be playing Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. And on PC, we're going to be playing Rocket League. So we're going to have multiple entries, multiple teams of students playing these against other schools. And, you know, we maybe BG wins Rocket League and Smash Brothers and FIFA, but... BG loses in, you know, Mario Kart or whatever, it, it would be, you know, who takes the most victories, and that's how you would win your meet. And then that will eventually go down to a conference tournament and an interconference tournament where we're playing against uh, District 211 schools. So this is, uh, uh, they started their esports last year, and we're modeling a lot of what we do around them, um, and we're just building this from the ground up with the coaches, the students, the staff here. So um, it's exciting to be a part of something that is, I mean, we're trailblazing what this could be in District 214. And the students who will be a part of it this year are going to be the first students ever involved in this in the district, which mm -hmm. is, I think, a very exciting thing to be a part of. And I think if you took a time machine 20 years to the future, it's going to be a major high school Crazy. sport. Yeah, I think, it, I mean, it's got that momentum right now. I mean, yeah, that's definitely. that's where it's going. It's just getting bigger every year. Yeah. And that's really nice, only because over the course, and obviously I haven't lived a very long life, <laughs> but over the course of the last 10 years or so, it's nice to see that it's gone from playing video games, watching people play video games, has gone from this one thing that your dad will question you about, why you're watching this yes. when you could be playing it yourself, <laughs> yeah. to an actual high school sport. And I think yeah. it's good for the people who are very invested in video games, who always saw the potential in it. I think it's nice for them to have something like this and to see kind of what's happening in the esports world and the strides that different communities, for instance, like BGHS, are making to kind of make a team out of it, so to speak, and give those people a sort of way to express themselves that maybe they didn't have previously. So it's definitely nice to see that kind of come to play, so to speak. And it's nice to see that more sports are being introduced, physical and obviously digital. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that point, absolutely. Um, and that's one of the things that that I'm excited for is is this could reach a population of students that maybe aren't a part of anything, you know, that maybe aren't on the basketball team or the volleyball team. And this is a, an avenue to be with other people, do something collectively. And, you know, it, it, the sense of community and belonging as a part of a team is a big appeal to playing team sports is being part of a team and bringing that here to maybe a group of students that it has 
wanted that but couldn't find an avenue or, or something they were interested to be able to do that, this opens up a whole new set of things for a lot of different students, and I think that's a really exciting thing. Yeah, because I feel like oftentimes with video games, it kind of gets associated with like isolation almost. Like You think of someone that has a passion for video games, and then you also kind of associate that with oh, they're the person that spends four hours in their room. Yeah, like you know. basement dwellers. Yeah, and <laughs> yes, basement absolutely. dwellers, people who lock absolutely. themselves in their room at night. So now you take something that they're already doing, something that they're already very skilled at, and you say, now you get to collaborate with other people and do the same thing you would be doing by yourself. It's a lot more appealing, and I think it's a yeah. lot, it's more of an opportunity to, to shine with your skills instead of just do it on your own. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it's, it takes... Games like this take practice, and they take research. And in the same way that a baseball player will look at videos of mechanics on, like, throwing angles and arms angles and things like that and how to be a better pitcher, somebody's going to do the same thing for, like, Smash Brothers. Like, what are good combos? And it takes practice and dedication and, you know, memorizing things and testing things out. And it's a lot of those same mental skills just expressed differently, but that appeal to a very to to a group of people myself included i'm still a big gamer my son and i sit on the couch and play fortnite together i'm on my playstation he's sitting next to me on his nintendo switch and like my daughter and i play like lego star wars and you know i mean i play games with my kids all the time um i have a group of friends online that we like meet up and play online so i'm very much still a part of you know video game culture i have a PS5, I've been playing God of War like crazy for the last week, game's phenomenal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is when I saw that something like this was coming and they needed a coach and I played competitive, I, com I played competitively in college as well. I was like this, I feel like this was made for me. I was so excited and, you know, to, to be a part of this and this felt like this, this feels like it was almost my calling to do this because of my history with video games and I mean, I remember when I got Ninte the original Nintendo for Christmas when I was like six years old, and just yeah, and every system since then. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, but yeah, this is a really exciting thing for me too. So I'm I'm so glad to be a part of it. Yeah, and something that something that um, a lot of students would probably have just an issue with is that they would probably have other activities not just in school but also outside of school. I mean, there's going to be a lot of students that are interested in this but have other activities going on. How would that balance between all those activities be working? Would people be able to come in sometimes or would it be Yes, yeah, so uh, the way I'm looking at doing this, and I want this to be as inclusive as, as I can, I have a list of students who have already contacted me. Uh, some students like, oh, I play volleyball in that same season. Uh, but I still want to be a part of eSports, and I'm okay with it, and I have no problem working with other coaches to figure out a type of schedule. Uh, the What we're working on right now is at least one practice per week in person in the school and one uh, competitive match per week. We could open it up to two days of practice. Again, it's going to be a lot on uh, people's schedules and and room availability, things like that. We do have a ro uh, some rooms that we're going to be in, but in terms of the time commitment, I am more than happy of being flexible with students if they have multiple things going on. And uh, I know other coaches around here are as well. So I would not mind like almost part-time students. Obviously I want everybody to you know be there as much sure. as possible, but if somebody can't, I'm not gonna turn anybody away, you know, and um, so if somebody comes to the door, you know, we're going to be in C-105 and C-104. 
Uh, we're going to have a bunch of TVs mounted on the walls. We're going to have all the systems. I'm trying to get like couches and soft seating in there. And I'm really looking at this as like, let's hang out, have a good time, play some video games. And once a week, we'll go over to, you know, uh, Hersey and we'll play them for, you know, play a match against them. And then we'll come back and sit around and play video games. You know, I'm. It was, of course, yes, yeah. yes. But, you know, I, I'm looking at it as, as uh, um, you know, something that people want to come to. And I know when you take something that you have fun doing and you make it competitive, sometimes it's at the expense of fun. Yeah. And, and it's like, oh, now I have to do this and I have to. Um, I don't want that to be like that. I mean, the competitive aspect is fun, and I'm a competitive person, and I, uh, you know, play games with my friends and, you know, things like that, and we, you know, trash talking and things yeah. like that. Uh, and I'm hoping to kind of keep that, a little more laid back vibe and that that like we're here having a good time and then we play somebody um so i i don't mind if if maybe there's people coming in and out that's that's okay with me absolutely so like that one game per week you were saying like probably around one match per yes. week and that's against another school let's say hersey so are those matches going to determine who goes to conf conference who goes to district those those weekly matches just like the football season are those going to be the determinators yes uh so the so the way um uh we're gonna have a conference record and then we're gonna have a conference tournament we're going to have a uh, uh a tournament against 211 as well and then yes based on those these now this is ihsa so these wins and losses get recorded and these wins and losses matter mm -hmm. when it comes to the ihsa tournament for seating and and things like that so and i also want to enter some teams into the state tournament oh, at wow. the end uh it, those that comes in i think april is the ihsa state tournament and that might include traveling downstate and things like that or traveling to chicago and being a part of a bigger tournament, uh, but that's something that I think we absolutely can do. So yes, so the games would matter in that sense. That yes, the 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 wins and losses um, to get into like the state tournament. Got yes. it. That makes sense. Definitely. And uh, while it's still fresh on my mind, yeah. um, what if a student had interest in playing like FIFA, but they also wanted to play Mario Kart? Would they be able to switch off and do both games at once, or would they have to stick to one? Um, it, per meet, it's one student per game. So I in terms of when we actually have a meet, uh, you cannot switch games. But if somebody is playing FIFA and then um, next week wants to play a different game, if we can keep... As long as we have all of our slots covered, like we, so, uh, hang on, sorry, I have my notes here. So, um, so Smash Brothers, right? There's one versus one, and then there's four versus four, right? So the one versus one, there's two entries per team. So two individual Smash Brothers players. Maybe we have four students who are really into Smash Brothers, but all want to play single. Well, maybe over the, you know, one meet, two people play and then we have alternates that can play the next week and then the person who plays smash brothers maybe they can play fifa in the next one uh, across meets it doesn't matter but within a single meet it's only one student per game awesome yeah so we talked a lot about obviously the technicalities yes. of this new league and obviously how you were introduced to being a sponsor for it and kind of what led you to wanting to be a sponsor for mm -hmm. this but I guess one question I would have for you is what you think the best part of this club is, this league I should say is, 
and how you think it'll benefit students the most? Um, I think a lot of it could, you know, I, I think starting something new and starting something fresh and being able to have input on something um, for both for students and for, for the, the group, you know, I think that is an appealing thing by itself to be like, wow, we were like the trailblazers. We were the first people out there doing this. Um, that's something really cool. And I think just doing things as a group, you know, one criticism of modern video games is couch co-op is kind of non-existent, right? You know, when I was a kid growing up, we would sit on the couch next to each other and, you know, play, you know, uh, ice hockey or play dodgeball on Nintendo, right? We would play like Genesis games against the person sitting next to us on the couch. And that's kind of lost in, in um, modern video games where everything is online. Even multiplayer games, you can't play next to each other. You know, like I, I said earlier, my son and I play Fortnite. We have to play in two completely separate systems while we're sitting on the same couch together sure. playing. Yeah. You know, um, but I think having everybody in the room is just a really exciting thing. You know, like playing FIFA w at, by yourself at home is fun. But when you're like sitting on a couch, you got people cheering behind you, and you know, Absolutely. like you, yeah. you know, I think that excitement of it um, can be appealing as well. And 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 you know, the little bits of adrenaline rush, you know, like oh my god, it's coming down to the like the last couple sure. seconds, we're down by one, or in a game like Rocket League, you yeah. know, those get super intense. I don't know if you guys ever played Rocket yeah. League. Yeah. So you know, like coming down to the end, like you, you start sweating and your hands shaking, you're like on a breakaway, and you're like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, you know, I. <laughs> But it's that kind of thing, you know, I think that makes it fun. So, so I think the, the interaction, the personal interaction with people in the same room um, is going to be a good time. That's what I'm looking forward to. 100%. And, Ed, you know, you mentioned a lot of games that a lot of people are already fond of, but there's probably some other options that people are going to also want to play. Like I'm very into Tetris. Okay. And... Yeah, I love Tetris. So competitive Tetris. Oh, competitive Tetris is amazing. Oh, it's Tetris crazy. didn't leave my Game Boy for like <laughs> seven years when I was a kid. I had a Game Boy, and Tetris just never left it. <laughs> so yes, I, I feel you on the Tetris thing. <laughs> so what would you do? Um, this is obviously for, for the future. Yes. But if students have an interest in playing another game, I mean, would how would expanding the selection of games go for this? Um, no, that's a good question. So IHSA. Is uh, has a narrow scope of games. We're playing all that IHSA has to offer. And I know there are other games that students really enjoy playing that are not on the list of approved games. Uh, one thing, and this is not set in stone yet, but one thing that I'm thinking of is making esports slash gaming club. You know, we have a lot of, we're going to have multiple consoles here. So maybe if there's a game that's not on the list that some students just want to come and play sure come on in let's play a different game let's hang out let's and and now that we may have to see how that goes but that's kind of what i envision as well so maybe there is another game that you know i mean something just simple like madden is an on yeah you know so maybe a couple students want to play madden okay let's come in and hey we have a playstation that's nobody's using right now Ah, let's do Madden. Or maybe, you know, Tuesdays is gaming club, but Wednesdays is eSports. You know, something along those lines. Um, we, this being the very first time District 214 has ever done this, we're going to start with the eSports side. Yeah. But that is something I can see expanding into the future, yeah. is more of a gaming club 
Um, we don't have any Xboxes on this, but maybe somebody wants to bring in an Xbox because we have all the TVs and the projectors and <laughs> all that. So somebody brings in an Xbox and we can play another game over here. And so that I could see that it, it, it see esports expanding into that into the future. But to start, we're going to start with just esports. But but sure. I definitely see tons of room for expansion. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about consoles. But yes. one question I would have for you, and obviously this, yes. as Carlos said, this is also for the future. Yes. Could you see them implementing a VR tournament, let's say? And if so, oh, how no. do you think that would be laid out? And how do you think that would go when it comes to competitions? Um, so I know there. I have a VR. I have an Oculus at yeah. home. And Same. I play, like, Population 1 and stuff like I that. Love <laughs> population <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes, I could see stuff like that being entered in. Right now, the process with IHSA is the roster of games is voted on annually. So there was a, uh, there were certain games last year. So the changes from last year to this year were Mario Kart and FIFA. Mario Kart and FIFA were not on last year's game list. Wow. So they had IHSA has a whole board for esports, and they get together and they vote on what games will be for each year. So I can see them, you know, as esports itself grows, it grows in the state of Illinois because it's only been offered. You know, I think last year was the first year of esports in Illinois. Wow. So as the esports expands and more schools get involved, I have no doubt they're going to expand the roster of games, the consoles, um, things like that. So I think it's just a matter of time, you know, before that uh, that becomes a reality. Yeah, and there's so many games I can just picture in my head them being played in the high school setting. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those Nintendo games, like, and I think it's I think it's great that. Um, you have a variety of games for the Switch that are going to be uh, played because I know you were just you were mentioning um, how you miss like the that couch co-op feeling, and I think Nintendo does their best at trying to kind of ma maintain that feeling. You know, games like Mario Kart, uh, you know, Splatoon. Uh, like when I think of some of those Nintendo Switch games, and I I don't use my Switch very often at all, but like I just think of them as they're classics they've been around for years and they're games that you can have your friends over and you know sit on the couch and play play them together so I really do like that they're kind of every year reviewing and saying here's a new game that we can add to the roster because I think as you add new games to the roster you know each new game is going to bring in a new group of people from the school uh, absolutely absolutely and, and actually Splatoon is one that um, came up this year I know the IHSA board talked about uh, Splatoon and Valorant and I know, I mean, Splatoon is very cartoony. It is. Um, but I, you know, there is still a sensitivity to shooting games yeah. in schools. Um, this debate has been going on since I was in high school in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, and the debate still goes on, and I understand it. But this is something that IHSA, those conversations are happening mm -hmm. at the state level in terms of bringing in um, kind of first-person shooter or third-person shooter type games, but on the more cartoony side. But, yeah. um, I mean, those are the games students play. Yeah. You know, I mean, those are the games <laughs> I play. You know, yeah. like, I mean, uh, you know, so I think that moving that, moving in that direction, um, you know, uh, it, that's also a possibility, and, and hopefully it, it happens in the future, it, expanding it to, to those types of games. Mm -hmm. And the games that don't make the cut, are always a good option for the club if that, exactly. if that does get formed. Exactly, exactly. And that's something in the future where, yeah, maybe we get four people sitting around playing Splatoon on a yeah. 
on a uh, on a switch and and then yeah exactly and now it's just you're just having fun playing a game with people yeah. you know and that's that's how I envision it and I and I would love to move mm-hmm. into that as, as it expands. It sounds like a lot of fun just the idea of being able to play games in the school setting but not having to commit to it in the same way as you would for a team so I would love I mean obviously I'm a junior so I only have <laughs> one more year here but uh, I think that would be a great thing to implement just a casual uh, video games club yeah you know and just with the technology we have here too, like eighty-inch TVs and yeah, oh, eight-foot projectors TVs. Oh and th- things like that, you know, like I'm really going all in for this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, this is gonna be. I mean, we're not gonna have an eighty-inch TV in the room. Yeah, there are only fifty-fives, but yeah, they are in the building, and we can take, we can use some of this stuff. We can use the projectors, you know, uh, sound systems, you know, maybe like projected on the wall in the gym for a day you know like i'm all for just having a good time with this you know so if that's maybe we go in the theater one day and (laughs) have like a smash brothers 4v4 4v4 (laughs) tournament on the theater projector like i think that would be a blast so yeah i'm i'm open to 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 making this a fun thing to do you know i want to i'm gonna have fun (laughs) doing this and i want other people to have fun too that's Mm -hmm. i guess how i'm looking at it and video games are just fun, right? Like, we, uh, we have a, uh, a tabletop games club here. Yes. So I, I don't see, uh, you know, what we have to lose by starting uh, a video games club uh, on top of having an eSports club, too. I just think there's so many kids that aren't involved because of their love for video games, you know? Yeah. They go home, they get their homework done, and then they play video games. So what if... What if they could stay at school and, and play the games that they're already <laughs> playing? I just I like that idea a lot. I was uh, I was envisioning when you were describing the, the games club. I was descri- uh, I was thinking of like Guitar Hero in the theater. Yes, oh, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Getting Something everyone like in, getting everyone in the theater and you know projecting the <laughs> or like a full on rock band. Yeah. on the stage, <laughs> projected <laughs> on the screen. You oh, know, yeah. like, exactly. We can There's do just that. So many but options. Yeah, absolutely. We can do stuff like that, and and that's where you know, and, and that's. Uh, I think that what I what I envision for it, you know, mm-hmm. um, the, the competition is fun too. But just sitting around and playing games is is fun in and of itself. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to take advantage of both of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, one one demographic that might not be so on board with this idea are parents. Yeah. Um, I would. I don't. I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like my parents would probably be. Why are you staying at school to play video games when you can do your work or? You're already playing video games too much. Why would you? Why you know, would you and that has been brought up to me. Um, you know, and one thing that uh, is going to matter for this is eligibility. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, uh, a layer in this is for students to be part of esports and compete in esports. They do have to keep grades up, things like that. So, you know, hopefully that could be proof that you can handle both. You know, I can handle video games and work. Um, but, you know, and, and another thing, this could lead to free money for college. I mean, yeah. you can get a scholarship for esports and get college paid for, which still doesn't even sound real. <laughs> it doesn't sound <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. But it's possible. So, you know, I mean, uh, these things, you know, colleges, I think Harper has an esports team. Really? I believe they do. And, and uh, uh, you know, universities have them. And, so, I mean, there is an avenue that this becomes more than just a hobby for some people, yeah. you know. So, and you know what? It's a hobby. And yeah. people are into the stuff they're into, you know. I mean, and this is something that people are into. So, we want to give, I want to give people the opportunity to do that. And that's, you know. 
and so, that, that just made me think you you may not know this off the top of your head but do you have any idea what percent of uh universities have esports teams uh, yeah i do you know what i do not <laughs> i do not but i i know they're out there mm-hmm. um i mean they're they're you know they're they put them on espn like some of yeah. these tournaments <laughs> like i record them on my dvr like i've watched like counter-strike tournaments and things like that yeah. on just and they're playing them in stadiums like it's crazy yeah. with sponsors and and prize pools and and it's it's crazy how big it's gotten and that's uh, yeah and if, and if you're good at it, why not, right? Like, exactly. Why not make money if you're good at it? Might as well. Yeah, might as well. I just, I really like the direction that esports is going. And like Carlos was saying, maybe some people's parents might not. <laughs> but I really do. I'm not even a big gamer myself, but seeing other people being given the opportunity to to let their skills shine, it, it does make me happy to see that there's new opportunities being available. And I'm so happy that we're able to get that started here at Buffalo Grove High School. So Mr. Impostado, thank you so much yeah. for, for coming on here and telling us about Absolutely. and telling us about what you plan to do with the esports team and, and what direction we're planning to take things. I'm looking forward to second semester seeing seeing what happens this year. I think that a lot of great things are gonna come out of this for all students. So thank you so much for coming yeah, on the absolutely. Unspoken Heard podcast. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Um, and also just uh, keep an eye out for more information as it, it it's going to be coming out. Um, we're, I have another meeting with all the district and 211 coaches uh, next week, I believe. The week after, th- two weeks, the week after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. And a whole bunch of more information is going to come out after that. We have another one in uh, January, right when we get back to school after winter break and then i'm gonna have a ton of information then and we're gonna uh probably right after we get back from winter break gonna have a meeting i'm gonna hold like a um a showcase almost a presentation in the theater and so this way students could come and see what esports is all about and i plan on getting the team to start meeting in january so that's that's when we're gonna start getting this together is right after spring break uh the meets start in february so that's why i want to get in january you know get a almost a good month of of students together and practicing and figuring out what games we want to play and then we're going to move on from there so but keep your eyes and ears out i'm going to be i'm going to get more information out and uh especially as we get closer to winter break Awesome. Well, well, students, you heard it here first. The esports team is going to get kickstarted after winter break, so if you have any questions, Mr. Impostato is the person to talk to. Yeah, email me, talk to me. If you see me in the halls, anything I...